Hey guys, what's up? This is Jazzy Pla, your host of The Sauce Podcast. And welcome to episode two, where we talk about self-love and self-advocacy with my longtime best friend, Erica Nieto. So let's dive right in. Okay, everybody. And without further ado, I'm super excited for our next guest. It's Erica Nieto, my best friend since 2010. Met her back in the day, and I'm super excited to have her. So everybody, welcome, Erica. Hey. Hey, y'all. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Yes, it's me. Like Jazzy said, we've known each other since 2010, which makes us seem super old now that we say that. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, it's 2020. <laughs> don't even bring it up. Don't talk about it. But yeah, I'm super excited for this. We've been talking about this for, it feels like forever. So I'm so glad that we're here and we're making our episode finally. And I'm just super excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And now that I like think about it, we actually probably met around this time in 2010 because we would be right now registering for high school, going to like the open houses, you know, all that stuff. That is true. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Yeah. Wow. It's been 10 years, guys. Well, I'm super excited to have Erica here. A little bit of detail on us and our relationship. Me and Erica met in high school. I lived in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, and then I moved to Appleton, and we met at Appleton West. Don't you love that school? Oh, God. Yeah. Some of us still live around here. Remember that. <laughs> I always forget that. I like I, Erica literally used to live down the road from the school. Mm -hmm. It was right there every day. Um, and so one thing that I've always admired about Erica, and this goes without saying, is she's always that person to push you to be your best self, self-advocacy all day. And that's why I really wanted to bring Erica on the show. So as I said earlier, she has an undergrad, she's studying in psych, and then she also has um, a minor in gender, women and gender studies. Is that how you say it? Yep, women's and gender studies. Women and gender studies. And one thing about, you know, Erica is just she's always super informed. I mean, you Erica, give us a little background on yourself. You're in you're Indian, right? A Mexican. Yep, I'm Native American, Mexican American, white, and I'm like French Canadian. I don't know. I'm a whole melting pot really, which like who isn't nowadays? seriously um, but yeah and yeah like you said I'm in school I feel like I've been in school forever um yeah and it, it being a minority within a university is like <sighs> as great as you'd expect it to be I guess but I'm still pushing for that education and uh, like you said like I pride myself on my knowledge that I've gained through my education and I love sharing it with people and I love people who get excited about that knowledge and like I get excited about it so you know I feel like other people should too yeah, and me and Erica are super excited about self-advocacy because for one, you know, being a new business owner, going and finding myself and just getting out of like the high school mindset and everything that we've been doing now, I have found that self-advocacy is like at the center of everything you do, right, Erica? Like it's like basically the most important thing. Amen to that because if you don't fight for yourself, nobody else will. Yeah, I agree with that. So let's get right in. We just wanted to make this episode to kind of just share why self-advocacy is important for us. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the pushback that you get from freaking self-advocating, which believe it or not, there is pushback, right, Erica? Mm-hmm. 
And then we're going to help you also just talk about intent with self-advocacy and believing in yourself as well. And then Erica is going to share a couple of her favorite um, Instagram pages that we, because we love Instagram. That's number one here on The Sauce. We love social media. We advocate for social media all day. And social media has helped me make morning routines. It has helped me affirm. It has helped me manifest. So we're going to share some of our favorite pages at the end. Sound good? Sounds good. Yes, I have my pages already. I was looking. I'm excited. Yes, me too. <laughs> so when I asked Erica earlier, I, well, I've been asking her my whole life, but I ask her all the time, <laughs> what, what comes to mind when you think about self-advocacy? And the first thing that she said was breaking cycles. So if you know, you know, Erica said she's Mexican-American, I'm, I'm Cuban-American, so we are blessed to be born in the United States, but our families are not from here. They're definitely old school Hispanics. So let's talk a little bit about breaking cycles and what that means in self-advocacy. Yeah, definitely. So like you said, bringing up both of our relative cultures and um, kind of acknowledging that those cultures, like you said, very traditional and they have a very traditional mindset of what life should be like and especially what women should be like. Oh, yes. Um, So when you don't necessarily fall into those categories or believe that that's the life that you should be leading, their life that you want to be leading, um, it can be really difficult to kind of break out of that. And this is one of the, I I mean, one of the first places you might have to self-advocate and um, also one of the first places you might get that pushback that we were talking about too, because, you know, trying to break a cycle of any kind or trying to break generational trauma and shame and all of that is very difficult. So when you're the only one trying to do it in your family, it's scary because it's threatening a way of life that even if it's not necessarily the best way of life, it is the way of life that you know and that you were raised in and that has formed you. It really has. Like Whether we want to believe it or not, those are formative years, our childhood. And that really impacts everything we do from there on out. It impacts how we handle our personal relationships. It impacts how we handle life in general, getting a job, going to school, all that kind of stuff. And it all starts in our childhood. So self-advocacy is something that I also believe should be taught to children. Yeah. Um, Break the cycle from like when you're little. Right. And then you have to have educated parents in order to do that. Like jail is lucky to have you at least, you know, you're a mother who is going through that and trying to break these cycles and these generational like curses basically is what it feels yeah, like sometimes I feel like it's a curse for a day for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to do that and fight for yourself and fight for things that nobody wants you to fight for because they want you to continue to lead the life that they chose for themselves. And, you know, it's hard to watch your children choose something else, but ultimately that's their choice and you should support your children, even if it's not something that you necessarily want for them or expected of them. It's a choice and that should be something that is encouraged, I think, a lot more by parents because every generation, you know, kind of looks back on that younger generation and like, oh, what are they doing and what are they thinking and not kind of kind of lose sight of when they were that generation, when they were the younger generation and the older people then were like, what are they doing? What are they doing with their lives? Why aren't they doing what we did? And like, we need to break those curses. We need to break these cycles because as we all know, our country is in a state of just 
gotcha. disarray. Yeah, for real. And I think a lot of that has to do with how disconnected people are from themselves within their own lives. And then that kind of just extends to a broader place when it's millions of people. Exactly. Yeah. And no, and I totally agree with the, with the breaking of the cycles. Like, let's just, let's give them an example, you know, like I'm, I'm Cuban. So a lot of the, like a lot of women that I've grown up around or a lot of my family, you know, the women is like the homemaker, like you need to stay home. You need to be the, like cook clean, you know, have the house ready, you know, those support your husband, do as your husband says, um, and that puts the man I've, you know, seen it myself, Hispanic men in horrible positions as well. Um, and that's why we really just are trying to talk about self advocacy, because in these moments where you feel like, oh, this is how my family is, this is how my culture is, if I do this, I'll bring shame upon blah, 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 like, do not give two fucks like self advocate and make sure that you are staying true to yourself like no matter what like if you're supposed to have long hair because you're a latina but you freaking hate having long hair because you don't want to brush that shit or wash it then don't have long hair don't feel that pressure and that's a serious freaking pressure i mean moving from wisconsin to miami i see how the women dress out here girl you cannot go to walmart them girls are these latinas <laughs> are in heels at the walmart 7 a.m out there stunting and i felt like the pressure like I need to be that woman this is what a Latin woman should be this is what a, a a sexy hot mom should be and it's just like nah man you gotta you know self-advocate you gotta just do your own thing because that's not always gonna be where you fall under that's not always gonna be your territory definitely I remember when you moved out there and you telling me that and you're just like I can't go out like I went out in Wisconsin like I can't just go out in my comfies and feel okay yeah and, no and that's yeah. so true yeah, that's hard because it's, it is a very cultural thing too. Like you went from like two completely different worlds, literally like <laughs> Wisconsin to Miami, you guys, it's like a complete culture shock. And that's like a whole episode in its own that I could maybe tell you guys one day, but I'm talking complete culture shock. So when you're breaking these cycles and when you're doing that work and you're realizing like, I want to do what's best for me and I want to work on the, my best version, um, you know, you might feel, you might get some pushback. You might have some people that tell you otherwise. For example, I know this guy, he was going through a divorce with his wife, Hispanics, and he just really wanted to be involved in his son's life. And he really wanted to take like his son, you know, 50-50, do all these things. And he told me, he's like, my mother and my father and my, and my family all told me to give up my rights to my son, to do whatever the, the woman said to do, and to basically be a part-time dad. And that was the pushback that he received for wanting to be in his son's life because culturally the women has control culturally, the babies with the women, you know what I'm saying? Culturally, mm -hmm. that's how it's supposed to be. And so the pushback was heavy for him and fighting for his son was almost like <laughs> negative, which I couldn't believe. Like, so that's just an yeah. example. Um, and we don't, me and Erica, like understand that pushback's heavy, you know, but we think you should do it. It's worth it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're going to receive... <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be somebody gunning for your failure, you know, like there's always going to be people who doubt you and like family can definitely be a big group of people who doubt you and who, you know, like I said, was saying before, they want you to stay within, you know, kind of the cycle that they've lived in, that their parents have lived in, that the family has lived in. Um, and that's just, 
I mean, it's just going to keep the cycle going. And we're not about cycles here. If we are about cycles, they're about creating new ones, healthier ones, better ones. Saucy lifestyles. That's what we like here at the Sauce Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Saucy lifestyles only. Yes, I agree. And that pushback, you guys, should motivate you. I mean, I know that it's it's easier said than done. But, like, these people don't pay your bills. These people aren't sitting at home with you at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not home. They're not paying your bills or not sleeping in bed with you whatever so at the end of the day doing what's best for you girl you're gonna like anyone's gonna see that That, that's gonna be what's best for them you know yeah definitely and something I had thought about you know kind of in our conversations through our conversations about this you know kind of stuff um, is actually something that I had heard on another podcast Um, I think it's armchair expert with Dak Shepard and it's his wife Kristen Bell I'm mm-hmm. sure you know them. Oh, just- God. Anna from Frozen. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Girl, I'm yeah, sorry. Obviously. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Love Frozen. Okay. So she, they were doing an episode together and she brought up, and I'm not sure if it's like from something or somebody else had said it, but she said happiness versus suffering. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how she lives her life. And like thinking about that, it makes a lot of sense because ultimately we choose everything that we do. Amen. I mean, everything that we do is a choice within reason. Obviously there are things that happen to us that are out of our control, but at the end of the day, how we choose to deal with that, react to it, live with it comes down to our own conscious decisions Mm -hmm. and to ultimately be like happiness versus suffering, you know, like what, what am I going to choose here? And I think there's so much suffering in the world already and very often and I find myself doing this a lot too I will choose suffering Mm -hmm. I will choose suffering because it's because it is what I know and it was what I was raised in and it is the family cycle that I know and it's and it's it's so yes it's so easy miserable guys like and and we get that yep get it live it you have to you have to choose. You really do. And I'm not saying that the other choice besides suffering is always going to be happiness. Mm-mm. It might be, I'm fine with that. I'm content with that. This is okay. Or ultimately, this may lead to more happiness. Like, it's not always going to be like, you know, it's not 50-50. It's not black and white. Right. But choosing suffering all the time is just you know, like those things that are out of our control, those things can cause suffering in, in and of itself. And that's nothing we did to ourselves. So, you know, why are we so comfortable with choosing suffering? Mm-hmm. Why would we have the choice to show ourselves love and ourselves compassion and ourselves understanding? Mm-hmm. Why do we choose suffering when we can choose happiness, when we can choose better for ourselves? Yeah. We are conditioned. We are so conditioned. Like you said, it is easy. It is so easy when your family's telling you you shouldn't be doing that because that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. When the media tells you you shouldn't be eating that or wearing that because you don't look good. Oh, it is so easy to let that take over your life and to constantly choose suffering because it's just what we're taught because it's it's a cycle. It is a shame cycle, really, because we are shamed into believing that we're not good enough, that the choices we make are not good enough. And this is, again, where self-advocacy comes in and where you need to make the choices that you feel are right for you or the purposes of whatever decision you're making. Right. 
Okay, and a couple things that me and Erica had talked about, which I want to bring into the conversation is, you know, you have to continue to believe. So you make the choice to break the cycle. You're figuring out what you want to do. You want to move forward. You're fighting against that pushback. And a day comes where you're just like, fuck, I'm having a bad day. I've had those days where I'm like, who am I? Who is Jazzy Pla? Why would anyone want to listen to me? You know, blah, blah, blah. And skirt right there. I have to tell myself, girl, bye you are the shit, you know, you may not see it right now, but what you're doing has a purpose. You're going in the right direction. I mean, the universe keeps showing me 11, 11. So I know them signs are there, you know, um, <laughs> but it's those days where you kind of just feel like blah is those days where you just have to like, keep going, right? You can't stop. It's self-advocacy, self-love, better mindset. All that is a day in and day out progress, always room for protection perfection type of scenario right yes definitely and like something that we've talked about too is like our self-talk and the way we choose to speak to ourselves and making that more of a positive conversation and I've dealt with this in my own personal therapy and kind of like I hate I hate the saying but fake it until you make it because honestly your brain doesn't know the difference yeah (laughs) your brain does not know the difference between a thought and an experience it just doesn't so when you tell yourself that oh, you know, my life sucks. I'm horrible. This, that, and the other, like, yeah, your life That's what is going to suck. suck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's just, it, you really, you just have to push past that. And even on your bad days when things are hard and I'm not saying like to do your hardest work on those days, just be compassionate with yourself and give yourself that time to be human. Yeah. And that's something that we just want to say, like here at the sauce. And I say we because Erica is obviously a part of this saucy family is like, bro, we're freaking human. We are human. We have no idea what you're, you know, what we're doing. I mean, it took a pandemic for me to launch a business and start a fucking podcast. Like, you know, you just have to take it day by freaking day, you guys. And I hope that if you are listening right now, you truly understand that like what's meant for you is is yours. You know, what you go searching for, you're going to find. And, Mm -hmm. you know, never lose sight of that. Never lose sight of that. And that's why it's so important to speak to yourself in a kind way, to work on affirmations, to manifest that future you want and to envision it so heavily um, so that in those days where that self-doubt is creeping in, you really have something to focus on. Like, this is my why I'm going to keep going. Or that negative thought enters your mind. You're going to say, blah, 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 blah. Mm -mm, I'm the shit. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? That type Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Thought stopping is actually a really great coping mechanism. Oh, wait, hold on. Is that a thing? Yes, thought stopping. That is definitely a thing. It is where you stop what you just said. You stop that <laughs> negative thought right in its tracks. Yeah. And you replace it with something positive. Okay, yeah. So guys, I thought stop all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am crazy because I will literally be walking down the road, thought stop, and be like, girl, love yourself. Like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I what is it called? Thought stopping? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love that. You guys have to work on it. And I think that's, I get a lot of pushback for that. Let's talk about pushback. I get so much pushback, especially from my boyfriend. Love you to death, baby. Pero he gives me so much pushback because he's like, well, jazz, we got to think real here. We got to be realists and we have to see things the way that they are. And I'm just like, hmm, one day I'm going to drive a Range Rover and I'll be amazing. And this pandemic will be great. And I'll have a personal masseuse, you know, and to him, that's crazy. But to me, I'm envisioning that shit. And I get that pushback from a lot of people who think, oh, jazz, the world's not unicorn and rainbows. But like, to me, I'm seeing it that way. And that's what I want to see. So 
Right. And that's the thing. You choose to see life that way. So of course, any, anything, when you choose to see life in a positive way, everything will be good. Everything's good. Yeah. Everything. Like, even during the, I think this pandemic has been the greatest possible test of like how you can view life. And I mean, yeah, it does suck to be stuck at home for so long. Mm-hmm. And but the whole I mean, grateful versus what are you grateful for versus what you don't have comes into play so much right now. Because right. I can't and honestly, this, this, this time period has made me super grateful for the fact that I've always had a roof over my head because honestly, this pandemic has not been kind to a lot of people. And unfortunately, like a lot of people are going to still be losing their housing moving forward. Yeah. You know, and that's just, it's something, you know, be grateful for the little things because there's always something, no matter how hard it gets, there's always something to be grateful for. Exactly. And when you're saucy, you're grateful. We practice gratitude here on the sauce every day. Absolutely. (laughs) So we talked about breaking cycles. We talked about, you know, figuring out who we are, keeping going, you know, fighting past the pushback. Um, and just continuing to believe in yourself and talk positively to yourself. And another thing that I do want to touch on is just always, always clapping for yourself, always pushing yourself forward, even when there's no one there for you. Push yourself to understand your worth and understand that, you know, you are worthy of connection. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of respect. You are worthy of everything that you want out of life you really are and so is everybody else you all and are yeah exactly like and that really that really impacts the way you treat other people when you carry yourself with worth you are not going to be that karen you are not going to be that person making other people miserable for no reason mm-hmm. like no. when you carry yourself with worth and love and the understanding that even though we all have our faults and even though we all go through those hard times, that even in those hard times, we are still worthy and we are still, you know, needing of all of the things, even when we're in our darkest places, you know, something that's, you know, going on that we've also talked about is the conversation around fat phobia and fat phobic mindset. And like, you know, I am a fat person. Saying, and if y'all don't know me, go look at my yeah. Instagram. At <laughs> like, if y'all don't know. <laughs> like, I am a fat woman, and that is not something that I am ashamed to say. And if you would have caught me, like, in 2010, when we met, you would have been hard-pressed to see me call myself fat. Mm-hmm. Because it is a word that has been so shamed and so stigmatized and just made out to be this horrible okay. thing. And it's taken me a long time to reclaim that word for myself and to self-advocate the fact that me being fat does not make me unworthy. Me being fat does not make me unlovable. Me being fat does not make me undeserving. And I have had to fight in a lot of places, especially within the healthcare industry, like we've talked about. Self-advocating within healthcare has been probably one of the hardest things. I mean, I've had to self-advocate within my education Mm -hmm. and pushing forward and not getting the help and the resources that these universities promise to you. Mm -hmm. And it's just not there. It's not there when you go to a doctor's office that you've never met and all they want to talk to you about is your weight. 
Oh my God. So guys, this is something that me and Erica have dealt with and kind of why the self-advocacy conversation started. As much as we wanted to give you guys just, you know, that push forward to self-advocate, you know, unfortunately, you know, I've had two situations where I've gone to the doctors, one, you know, due to my face acne and another one was just a general physical checkup um, a couple years ago. And on both occasions in Miami, I've had the doctors, you know, completely undermine me and completely just not give two fucks about how I feel and what I'm going through. And basically the whole conversation would just be about my weight. And Erica really told me like, you need to stand up for yourself. You need to fucking say something. You need to tell that doctor like, hey, if you just wanna talk about my weight and you're not gonna listen to why I'm here because you know, I, I'm suffering from rosacea, acne. I don't know the weather since I moved to Miami and I've been having so much issues. And, you know, I went to a doctor and they said it was rosacea. And I went to this doctor who I wanted to refer me to a dermatologist and she freaking didn't. And she kind of just made my acne about my weight. And I left there in tears. I actually tried to call Erica and she didn't answer because I knew she was going to understand what I was going through. But I literally had like a meltdown in the car because it's like, I get the same freaking pushback as a mom too, being a younger mother. Like people always look at me different or think I'm a fucking idiot as a mother. And it's just, it's so horrible. And that's why I want to bring it to the podcast and just tell you guys, like always push forward. Like whether you're a young mom, an old mom, skinny, fat, happy, sad, like whatever you're doing, like always just push forward and be true to yourself because you know, those opinions and that fat phobia and those things that we go through, they don't freaking define us you know that doctor doesn't define me I'm still here telling my story and hoping to help somebody feel better and um you know hoping that we can like like break the cycle like how this all this whole conversation started just break the cycle and yeah it's hard it's rough I'm getting a little teary because it's just like ugh, it's a lot it is a lot and it's really horrible that it still even happens and that we even have to have this conversation to self-advocate when we seek out health care Mm -hmm. and you know it's not like fat people are the only people who have to to self-advocate for health care I mean the LGBTQ plus community I can't imagine the struggles they face when it comes to trying to get health care and when it comes to getting respectful girl the headlines alone ugh. yeah I, w- I just wouldn't want to suffer through that and the fact that we make people suffer through that and act like it's normal is just gross it's just like that's why here at the sauce we really just want to be that corner of the earth where like you're accepted you're freaking loved for who you are we're just genuine people who want to help other genuine people like be happy be better parents be better business owners and I hope that this episode is helping you guys I mean me and Erica truly I mean even though Erica may not be the host of the show I know she cares about other people and that's why I brought her on here because that's the type of person that I want to be surrounded by and that I want my listeners to be influenced by. And so thank you for always being that person. Well, thank you for saying that. That I mean, it really does mean a lot. I do care about other people a lot. I mean, I'm going to school to eventually become a therapist one day. Um, and I really, I just want more people to love themselves and more people to, yes, like the world wouldn't be so bitter if more people love themselves. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Then people just need some, some rainbows, unicorns, donuts, like... <laughs> maybe this podcast whatever the fuck's gonna make them happier yeah they need a little sauciness in their life for sure hey i'm coming through with the sauce i got this so um last thing intent and belief so always do things with good intent that's what me and erica kind of decided on when we talked about this and brainstormed for this episode is move forward with good intent with positive 
um, thoughts and just doing things with like good intent in your head. Like don't go like, you know, cause think karma, universe, backlash, all that shit, y'all. Just always do things with good intent, start your day with good affirmations, manifest a good future. Um, and then always just believe that you're worth it, right? Erica, just believe that you are worthy of everything that you want because there is literally no reason why you can't have it. Exactly. And belief, uh, you just have to believe y'all. Like, I don't know what to tell. I don't, I don't know how to convince people to believe in themselves. Like that's like, that's a motiva- motivational speaker's job, but I mean, this is why we're going to give you guys some, some, um, Instagram (laughs) other people who are smarter and have a better way of getting that point across. But yeah, definitely. Like the belief that you are deserving of all of those things and you are deserving of everything that you want and everything that you expect out of life. And, you know, just love yourself and do it more often and do it more intent and intentionally because it's it's hard work it is hard work yeah but here on the sauce like you don't have to do it alone I mean I'm planning on putting so many episodes out there pep talks um you know I post daily motivation and my stories on Instagram like I want to help you guys and I want to self-advocate for all my saucy individuals worldwide and you know so if you ever have issues with that dm me But other than that, um, I'm super excited about how the conversation went today. And I know that a lot of people are going to be touched. If I'm touched, if you're touched, if there's other people that understand our pain, and I know that there is, they're going to enjoy this episode. So before we let everybody go, um, if you wanted to find Erica on Instagram, you totally can. Erica, give us your handle. Yes, it is Erica22, but hold on. It's (laughs) A-R-E-K-A-22. So if you didn't get that, it's at A-R-E-K-A-22. And you can find her on Instagram um, and as well as me on Instagram, which you guys can also find me anywhere. You all know that. Follow the Sauce Podcast as well on the IG. Um, and before we go, we just wanted to kind of give you some resources. Um, one thing that I love is you guys know I'm a social media manager here. Uh Instagram is full of content and knowledgeable content. So I told Erica, cause me and her are constantly reposting quotes, you know, manifestation tips, affirmations, like all that stuff. So I told Erica to pick out some of her faves and give us the lowdown on each account and kind of um, tell us where to go. So go ahead, Erica. Yeah, I picked out shockingly enough, all like psychology and therapy focused um, <laughs> pages to share with you. And I'll take uh, the first. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, um, Kelly, the CBT psychologist, um, I just recently started following her, but she's got a lot of great, um, content on there and she's very active. Um, she focuses on CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. So kind of a lot of what we talked about and changing our behaviors, changing our thought patterns. Um, and that's what she kind of focuses on. Yay. Uh, the next one is decolonizing therapy which this is for all my people of color, you know, anybody who doesn't consider themselves like white, I guess, <laughs> which I consider myself white too, but whatever. Yeah, all day. You know, just <laughs> anybody who understands that psychology was kind of rooted. Um, it, has a, it has a sketchy past. It's got a dark past. It stems from, you know, white males. Um, so this page focuses on more... Um, diversity within therapy, more diversity within the therapists, um, in the way that we treat people, in the way that we view trauma, 
um, and just kind of, again, acknowledging that past, but still moving forward with a, a new way of looking at things and a new way of performing therapy. Okay. Um, and then lastly is the holistic psychologist. And I love her page because I she love focuses, her. Yep. Yes. I, she focuses a lot on trauma, which um, I have plenty of. I think most people do. Um, <laughs> and she focuses on that. And she focuses a lot on like the childhood um, and how, again, like I said earlier, those are very formative years and how we view the world and how we engage as adults with the world and with the relationships and stuff. And she's got great, great things that honestly, you'll be scrolling through Instagram and you'll see one of her posts and you'll be like, Oh my God, like That's so relatable. And you'll yes, never- like it. Yeah. It hits home for sure. So she's a great one. All of these are great accounts though, for sure. Definitely give them a look, give them a follow. Mm-hmm. And like for real guys do it because just going and following that page and having that content pop up, the universe is going to guide you. I'm sorry. I believe that. I believe that Absolutely. those posts come up exactly when I need them. Those posts about my trauma, my trauma, or those certain quotes that come up on those days when I see that content, I need it. And, you know, I never knew how much I needed to really learn from these pages that are run by doctors or these pages that are run by therapists or these holistic healers, they teach you so much. And I know that it's just Instagram, but it's real valuable content. So go ahead and take a look at those pages. I'm super excited you guys listen to this episode. Thank you so much, Erica, for being here in my grandma's closet with me. (laughs) I appreciate you more than you ever know and for all of our listeners we just love you and we hope that you guys self-advocate day in and day out and just continue that self-love journey and be your sauciest selves thank you so much for having me and i'm so happy this finally happened and you have your podcast up and running and you know as crazy as a year as 2020 has been it has been a year of prosperity and growth for you and i see nothing but more success coming your way and keep self-advocating keep self-loving keep being saucy y'all all day okay girl thank you so much love ya <laughs> love ya well you guys that's all i have for you this week i really hope that you enjoyed episode two of the sauce podcast if you did please leave a review and find us on instagram at the sauce podcast or you can find me your host jazzy plaw at jazzy plaw i would love to connect with you on there and as always this show is brought to you by Majesty Digital Marketing, your one-stop shop for all your social media management needs. Head to Instagram now at Majesty Digital Marketing to see what we can do to help you build your brand. Have a good rest of your week, guys.